0: hey senda
1: hey phil
0: can you help me figure out where to put all these uh game books
1: uh yeah wow you 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 got a lot i know you got a few
0: maybe a uh, little bit
1: some of these need to be like stored or something
0: uh yeah they're probably not all gonna fit up on the shelves so um, <laughs> maybe we should start sorting them and figure out what's going up on the shelves Welcome to another fine episode of Pandas Talking Games. Uh, I'm your host with game books that date back to the 1970s,
1: Phil. And I'm your other host, Senda, who does not have game books dating back to the 1970s because I was not born yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Just
1: to be clear. So, I was never mind that. Not even a concept in my parents' minds yet in 1970. Well, I
0: wasn't either in 1970.
1: Okay, the 70s. 70s, well, okay. Well, I mean, you mean like 1979? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like-, like
0: that, which is still before <laughs> you, but well within range for me. Um, sure. Anyway, sure. what are we talking about tonight?
1: <laughs> so um, on tonight's show, I could have brought up the Slack message if we'd been thinking about yeah. it.
0: But I did not. Let's paraphrase.
1: Sure. So Andrew Dacey asked us on the Slack room uh, if uh, we would chat about um, how you organize or things to think about when organizing physical game books. We did a whole episode about organizing your digital game books, right? Um, So this is going to be the episode in which we kind of do the physical half of that and just chat about some of our thoughts about where to put things and how to think about them. And of course... Take the bits of it that are useful to you, think about them, and have fun with them, and leave anything that doesn't work.
0: So at this point, you're probably thinking to yourself, how the hell are they going to do a whole episode about physically organizing books? But trust me, (laughs) trust me, when you have a type A personality like mine, a lot of thought goes into how you're going to arrange this stuff.
1: I'm very confident we will be able to talk about this for 45 minutes, and we will probably need to keep it kind of concise probably uh, just just say it. yeah like, so let's
0: so let's do a little bit of definition to get us started right when we're talking about physical uh component physical games physical components for games we're first of all we're not going to talk about board games there are no. there are bajillion shows that we'll talk to you about how here. to you know store your board games go ask the tabletop bellhop how to store board games mo will help you out um technically mo could help you out with this too because i've seen his rpg collection but for tonight we are talking about role-playing games and so we're gonna have to talk about a couple different types of components we're not going to list all of them obviously uh, because that would be way too complicated but primarily we're going to be talking about books um Mm -hmm. and you know so soft cover hard cover Six, and a half, uh, six by nine, eight and a half by 11, every other weird size in between. Thing
1: in between. Right. James D'Amato's new micro RPG book, which is like a, a damn square. You right. know?
0: Um, well, Cartel, <laughs> Cartel is a square as well. Um, yeah. And so anyway, we're going to talk about all those. Um, we're going to talk about, um, so we're going to talk about all types of books, modules, core books, supplements, all of that. Box sets. Um, so not only old box sets, right? Because I'm old, so like I have like um, mm-hmm. the Cyberpunk 2013 box set. Uh, I have some D. Oh my b- goodness! I know. Were
1: we supposed to be living in the Cyberpunk future in 2013? Oh
0: yeah. Oh, oh yeah. dear. <laughs> yeah, totally was supposed to be. Yeah.
1: Well, we've invented our own Cyberpunk. 2020 future, was
0: like the second edition of the game. The tech,
1: the tech is way worse. Way worse, and but but the corporate part seems to be on par.
0: Right on track. Um, <laughs> yeah. The names are different, but right on track. Um, yeah. So box sets, but also newer box sets like I Have Companion's Tale. Um yeah. you have oh, Fiasco is now a box set. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. yep. So so we are going to
1: talk. I have fiasco.
0: We are going to talk about <laughs> box sets. Um, and if you have board games, maybe you're just going to put them over with your board games. But if you're not a board game collector, we're going to talk about box sets as well because we should talk about how to stack those up. Um, yeah. then once we get beyond books, then we got to start talking about all the other stuff. Dice, uh, um, maps, minis, um, decks. terrain decks. Decks,
1: you, decks right? are a huge part of my games for some yeah, reason. absolutely. Everything needs tarot cards, specific cards or normal playing cards. Sure. I have a lot of decks.
0: I mean, I've got, you know what? I mean, one of my favorite, one of my favorite powered by the apocalypse games is, uh, masks. And I have two separate decks, um, for that game. I have the villain deck and I have the deck that has like... Um, the XP and influence cards and all that, but those are like those are two decks, and Numenera's got decks associated with it. So yeah, card decks are a big thing. Yep. Okay, so that's like what we're going to talk about um, for for organizing and storing. So we'll start off with books um, because books are very uniform, very pleasant, <laughs> um, and your option for storing books is. Um, pretty narrow actually um so when we talk about storing books obviously our primary way to store books is going to be the bookshelf um
1: no one can see that behind me is one of my many bookshelves yeah
0: i know that there's <laughs> one bookshelf behind you but i also know there's like three more in front of you that i can't see yes. on
1: camera. <laughs> yes yes okay. yes true fact
0: so bookshelves are going to be the Indeed. primary way now that's not the only way right there's there's bookends Right, so you can put them on shelves with bookends. Um, yeah,
1: mantle pieces. Yeah,
0: like there's, but but essentially, it's all the same thing. You're going to stand up books and mm-hmm. and make them stay standing.
1: Yes, um, make them pretty.
0: I will say, in my experience, that uh, I prefer bookshelves over um, over the over the stands, uh, especially the the like office the ones you get like at Office Depot, those thin metal ones, uh, because. Um, paperbacks do fine with those but like you know
1: hardcovers will just take them out
0: yeah like a 400 page hardcover is just gonna fold that thing in half yeah Um, or you know slowly bend it or whatever okay (laughs) so but so you don't have a ton of options right you got bookshelves and then you got you know the bookends like we talked about and then you've got like boxes right because you could just cold store these like in you know in boxes um, and create and then you've got some variations to that and we'll talk about that a little but what I rather would talk about is the – I'd rather talk about what you're storing and why you're – like, what you're organizing and why you're organizing it. And then yeah. that will help us kind of get into talking about, um, in finer detail, specifically how to organize each of those categories. Yeah. So yeah, it seems good. we named uh, – we came up with – we brainstormed off four categories – um, would you like to take the first one? I'll give you the first one, or would you like me to take the first one? Would
1: um, uh, So, sure. Well, so the first one is the stuff that you are actively using right now Yep. the first one is stuff that I am I am currently running this game yes
0: or playing in this game <laughs> Or playing
1: in this game yep. or whatever it is right Like this is the stuff that I am actively using so this category of books these are the ones you specifically want to think about from the perspective of I want these to be handily available to me whenever I play or, you know, that I'm, I want to be able to just pull out that book when I sit down at my desk on Thursday nights or whatever, for example,
0: um, yeah, absolutely. Not the
1: Thursday night is my game night or anything. Um, yeah. So I, 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 those are the ones that it's like, you know, if you have limited bookshelf space um, that is in the most easily accessible areas of your, you know, living arrangement, these are the ones that take priority over all of the others so that they are accessible, right?
0: Yeah, and so the things you want to consider is, like, for instance, I have, um, I have bookshelves on two floors. So I have um, a bookshelf here in the basement where I'm recording, and I have a bookshelf in my office. Um, now, as a parent, I have to share that bookshelf. So the bottom half of the bookshelf is like kid stuff, and I have the top halves of the bookshelves, right? Because um, also when the kids were little, I did not want to put any of my like older games on the bottom shelves for them to you know abscond and drawn right or
1: like rip to bits yes exactly
0: Exactly. so all my stuff is up high oh yeah there
1: were sharpie incidents in my house i know how this goes exactly that's that's when we repainted
0: yeah so so the bookcase that's in my office is right behind my desk yeah and the it, it, I don't have a ton of space in there, because, again, like I said, the, the kids are, you know, the kids are taking over the bottom half and now they're teenagers. I could probably kick them out of those spaces, but I haven't yet. Um, so I prioritize games that I'm actively playing go on that shelf. Yeah. So that this way, when I'm um, when I'm when I'm uh, working on my game, like when I'm, you know, working on um, adventures, whatever, I can just go get the physical books. Like, I can just, yes. I literally can turn around in my chair, stand up, grab it, sit back down, and go back to work. And now that I'm running games online, then the books are right there as well. But yes. I normally play in the basement when, you know, in the pre-COVID in the times. In
1: non-pandemics.
0: So I would yeah. just have to just, I would just take the books with me down to the basement for the game. And then when I came up from the basement, just shelve them back on the, on the shelf. Yeah. And this goes to... um one of my favorite French terms, right? Like this is like, N- prepare, N- N- yeah, like prepare your space. Um, because here's the thing. If you have bookshelves all over your house, as most geeks um, would love to have, right? And you have your games scattered about in, you know, your den, your living room, your game room, whatever. If you're working on an adventure, like you're working on your campaign or whatever, and the book you need, That you that you use all the time is across the house. Like that's not an efficient use of your time, right? I mean, this interrupts cognitive cycles, right? Because now you like you get up. So you're like, I'm going across the house to get the book. Oh, look, the kitchen, right? Like, oh, I should stop in and make myself a cup of coffee, right? And then you're just like, you're, you know, you wind up talking to somebody like you're all over the place, right? I'm very lucky in that just
1: like through sheer happenstance, not through sheer happenstance, I did this intentionally. What am I saying? Every bookshelf that has actual books on it in my house is actually in my office with me. It is secondarily a library, but that was a specific decision, right? Super,
0: super convenient, right?
1: Yeah, it means I always know if I'm looking for a book, it's in here. The bookshelves that are in my basement just have craft stuff on them. Yeah. Um, So these four shelves... (laughs)
0: <laughs> now, I will say, because people will be like, hey, I can put the book anywhere I want because I can open up the PDF on my computer while I'm working on the game. You are sure. absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah. You are 100% correct. If yeah. that's if that's a thing you like to do, um, and I do it for games as well, then that's totally fine. But I also like to flip through my books.
1: Right. And then so, so all of this advice is sort of working from the perspective of, you want to work from the physical books
0: yeah yeah let's let's just make that an assumption we're
1: we're just we're kind of working from that assumption and like i'm obviously if you don't care about having the physical book in your hand and you just want to have the pdf on your ipad or whatever then like this is pretty moot
0: well then we have some other categories that'll take place after this right like there's some other categories that are um that then become um more relevant but the first right, but
1: also I will say the organi- the prioritizing of your books may be moot if you have everything in PDF and that's how correct. you actually use it. Right? Exactly. Like, right. And okay, then we'll get cool. into just
0: how to order stuff, which yeah. we'll talk about shortly. <laughs> yep. Okay. So that so that's our first category. Our first category is like put the put the books that you're gonna actively use for your game near you, right? And near you is gonna depend on how you work and where you game. Like if your gaming room has bookshelves, and there are shelves like behind you where you GM. Maybe that's where you want your active book, so that during a game you can just kind of turn and take it off a shelf. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you want it close to where you prep your game. This is, these are going to be basically uh, these are going to be based on your your workflow preferences and how much you actually need the book. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's fine. Um, okay. Next Was that ca- still
1: only the first one?
0: That's the first category. Oh, boy. <laughs> Second category is that um, they're books that you're interested in reading. Yes. Um, and you want to just make sure they're accessible so that you can get to them.
1: Right. And it, so that they don't get forgotten and mixed in with your older stuff.
0: Yeah. Like if you're me and you back a bunch of Kickstarters and then kind of forget that you yes. backed them yes. like and boxes show up to your door and you're like, what's you in go, this? Oh, Oh, surprise. Crazy.
1: Presents from my past
0: self. Exactly. Yeah. So then I like to I like to keep those books out. I'm gonna pause for one second and make another assumption. The first yeah. assumption was that you actually want your physical books around to game with. The second sure. physical assumption is that you do not have like you have more game books than you have bookshelves. Like yes. you may yeah. need to actually put other things on bookshelves like books. <laughs> Right, like the rest of my books. Yeah, like, like your fiction collection, your nonfiction collection. No,
1: you are yeah. looking at nonfiction behind me. This is Correct. nonfiction from about halfway through the second shelf yep. down.
0: Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to say that that's a general assumption. Some people may be able to fit all their games on the shelves they have. I think you can. Uh, I can't even come close to that, right? Yeah. And then there are just some people like uh, like like the um, gaming bellhop Mo who has like wall of shelves. And is able to fit right. all their games. You
1: know up. whose bookshelves I would like to see or like whose organization structure I would like to hear actually would be uh Jim likes games.
0: Yeah, sure. I'm sure Jim's got some ideas on this. He's got some For a second games. I thought you were gonna say Ken Height, and I was gonna be like, I've seen pictures of Ken Height's place. I don't think organization is exactly the word I
1: would use. <laughs> No, no, no. I want to see I want to see Jim. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jim, send us your shelfies.
0: Shelfies. Okay. <laughs> so the next one, so this category is the games you are interested in. Like maybe you're going to play them in the near future. Maybe you want to read through them. Maybe they just came in from a Kickstarter and you're like, "You know, on the weekend, you know, I, I want to find it or whatever." I want to flip through it. And you don't want to just leave it on your desk or shove it somewhere like you you might want to have some space some part of your bookshelves for games that you're interested in. That is what my um, primary shelf downstairs in the basement is, is games that I have an interest in, but I'm not actively playing like, Oh, I might want to, like, I might want to pull this out and look at it. Um, I might want to reference it or whatever, but uh, nah, like it doesn't need to be upstairs for whatever reason.
1: Priority two.
0: That's priority two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Priority three, which I think falls into a lot of, uh, will fall in, will be pretty popular with a lot of us, um, is showing off. Yeah. Right? (laughs) I I mean, look, if you have, I mean, part of having a collection is displaying your collection. Right? I mean,
1: agree yeah
0: absolutely right <laughs> it's it,
1: specifically set up my zoom space to show off my bookshelves yeah. not that anyone can see what's on them
0: well I, they don't need That's to they see books the right they, they see, see many
1: books and i it looks like one of i feel like it looks like one of those backgrounds that people put pictures in
0: it, it, it like, does it, it would if there wasn't the um shira the shira the romantic right. shira picture there's the a
1: romantic shira picture and then there's also you can see the legs of loki kittens yes Right
0: there. (laughs) I can see that. Um, So show it. So look, there is nothing wrong with showing off your collection. You may maybe you've collected um, a whole series of you know like maybe you have an extensive uh, uh, three five Watsi collection Um, for a while. I had on display on one of my bookshelves. I had um, acquired all the decipher Star Trek books. Um, at a substantial discount i really ebayed the shit out of them um i really i did a really good i did a really good job of finding them for not a lot of money um and i had all those like and and they're really pretty books so i had them like all lined up in order um on a shelf like uh it's perfectly fine i have all my players handbooks from the you know um i want to say mine's a second printing because i don't think mine was a um an original AD&D player's handbook. I'm pretty sure mine's like a second printing or so, second or third printing. But it's the, you know, it's the one when you see pictures of the old player's handbook. Yeah. That's, you have that one. Boy, I, I'm old. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. As we have recently discussed, speaking of... I,
0: I, and I don't even play D&D anymore, <laughs> but I would still, if I had enough shelf space, would put all my, like, would put all my uh, D&D hardcovers out.
1: Yeah, I have, um, I definitely have all of my, I have all my third edition, like my third edition trio, right? The three, the big three. And then I have my three, five trio. (laughs) And then I have my Pathfinder stuff and a bunch of the splat books that go with that. And I have some splat books mixed in with my various editions of D&D. What's really funny is because I, by the time fifth edition came out, I had kind of Lost my drive to play that game specifically and genre. Um, sure. F- just fantasy more generally. Um, so I have all of the fifth edition books, but um, my kiddos started playing it so. I think there's some of them living on alone. my shelf, but they're mostly on his shelves at yeah. this point. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, I don't have any nostalgic attachment to the fifth edition books.
0: Yeah. So, um, I, um I'm, you know, I've, I, I have a, um, an obscenely large, uh, vampire, um, collection from the nineties. Yeah. Um, it's not, I, it's not complete by any stretch of the imagination. There were a lot of vampire books, uh, but I got a lot of them. Right. And they're pretty, right. They're pretty to look at, like they're pretty Mm -hmm. to flip through. Um, You know, I, I, you know, I say this, like I, you know, when um, before COVID times, I would go to Jerry's house, um, you know, co-host of the Misdirected Mark. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jerry has uh, a very beautiful uh, set of bookshelves full of older games. And uh, the first couple times I went to his house, like I just waxed nostalgic by like, can I, can I, can I take, can I t- can take I this off look the at shelf? This one? Can I, look can at I just it? look at it? Yeah, I would just be like, oh, I haven't seen this game in like, you know, 20 years kind of thing and just flip through it kind of thing. So Absolutely. Showing off your collection is totally a thing. It's totally fine. And, I, you know, when we say show off, I don't want anyone to think it has the negative connotation of, like, eh, you're showing off your collection. No, man, you collected it. Like, you display it. Yeah. Okay. Now, the thing with showing off is it doesn't have a functional use, right? No. Because you're not... (laughs) <laughs> you're not actively playing those and you're not, you're not like, oh, this them. is the set I'm trying to like, you know, I, I'm trying to work my way through. They're just out, yeah. right? They're just out to look nice yes. um, uh, and to be accessible. Okay. And then the last section is not everybody may make the shelf. So some of these things need to be archived.
1: Yeah. So this is the one that I don't have problems with because my problem with this actually comes in in the digital form. <laughs> yeah right? Um, which we talked about before, right? But so when you talk about storing, um, these are the ones that you don't have shelf space for. Yep. And so you've decided these are the ones you you don't want them out for looks, and you're not act- actively using any of them. So these ones are kind of going into the fridge, the deep
0: cold. Yeah. Now, like if you have a house, um, you might have ample storage room. Like when I moved into my house, mm-hmm. like I shoved like three crates of games under um, under the stairs in my basement. Yeah. Right. Like they're like once in a blue moon, I need them and I like will haul them out into the laundry room, pull something out of it and shove them back into the (laughs) staircase. Right. They're never like those books aren't going to see the light of day until I get like many, many more bookshelves. Um, but I also can't quite like for reasons can't bring myself to get rid of them. Right. Like, so for instance, I have like, um, you know, AD and D modules like they don't really need to be up anywhere at this point. But I also don't want to get rid of them because they're just like I have fond memories of them.
1: Yeah, uh, for sure.
0: You know, and and I tend like I tend to keep the game books from all the games I've run. Like if yeah, I have had a, you know, you're,
1: you're keeping you're keeping mementos of the experience.
0: Yes, exactly. Right. So these are things I definitely want um, on display. Okay. Yeah. So those are our categories. Those are the, like the ways that you could sort them. And then when it comes to organizing them, right, these are going to be pretty intuitive. Um like there's no there's no mystery in these.
1: No, um, but have you seen So there's there's definitely a meme going around the twitters sure, and sure. probably other places as well that is like the it's the it's the it's the lawful neutral evil yeah, chaotic neutral law. Lo- uh, chaotic. Yeah. Blo- oh, man. How have I just screwed up my D&D life? Remember that
0: time when you couldn't remember the planets in Star Wars?
1: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Just say okay. Good, neutral, evil. Yes. <laughs> Law, chaotic,
0: neutral, neutral lawful. lawful.
1: I miss. I. I totally sure, mix sure. those together. Um, but so there's a meme going around that that is like you know how you organize your books, and so like there is like the you know lawful good. You alphabetize everything. There's the um, chaotic evil, which is you file them by color. Um, so. You know, there are options. Yes.
0: So I'm going to, so I'm going to say this, I'm going to take a book from, I'm going to take page out of one of my favorite books, which is Getting Things Done, sure. um, where uh, David Allen talks about organizing your filing cabinet, right? right? And, you know, there, you know, there are all sorts of systems for organizing your files and papers and whatever. And I have always loved this approach, which is you should file it under the thing that you think you're going to look for it like the term you're going to look for it by right like don't make up a fancy scheme with alphabet you know like with alphabet mark you know like markers or what. like if it's if it's shit for your car just write on the folder like car car, and then put it in c like you know like up front (laughs) because then when you're like oh i need to find that folder for the car Car. right so my advice to you when it comes to organizing your games on, on the shelves, like actually organizing them on the shelves, is to do that, right? Like the goal the goal of taking them off the shelves like, is to find them and take them off the shelves. So put them in an order that is intuitive to, to you. I will tell you what's intuitive to me, right? What is, what, yeah, tell what's me in-
1: yours and I'll tell you mine.
0: Sure. What's intuitive <laughs> to me is grouped by game. Mm-hmm. Right. So I like, you know, like I want all my I want all my three five stuff in one spot, because when I'm like, oh, I need to find something three five. What I'm going to see on the bookshelf is I'm going to see the spine of one of the Mm hardcovers. Right. And I know what that looks like. I can spot my player's handbook right from across (laughs) the room. So I go right to that section of the shelf and then I will go um, core books on the left and then to the right of that supplements modules things like that right yeah. um and typically um in some sort of height order right so i don't like things um incongruent i don't like um like this is very a this is very a type of me right i don't want uh tall book short book tall book short like i will fix them like after i get them grouped into the correct grouping i will fix them by size um i don't alphabetize uh because if you alphabetize like i don't alphabetize because then if i take it out i have to remember exactly where to put it as opposed to this is the three five supplement chunk and you know just part the books and stick it back in
1: yeah so mine are organized um first by size and then by grouping right so that means that All the D&D books, all the Pathfinder books are grouped by edition and by game together. And then like (laughs) Ryotama, right? And like, what else is over there? I I don't remember. But the other like eight and a half by 11 full textbook size things, right? Um, But then and then after that are all my weird sized books. And those ones are alphabetized by the name of the game because they don't have any additional splats or anything, right? So then it's just... They're just alphabetized by the name of the games that I have, like when I'm like, "hmm, headspace starts with h, there it is blue, right, like you know
0: I will um, so I will so
1: do you organize your powered by the apocalypse? yes, in a chunk together, and yep. then, ah, uh, see, I don't do that they're just they're just alphabetized I have,
0: have p b t a books and mm-hmm. then in size order, mm-hmm. I have fate books size mm-hmm. order. Right, like I I, like I like making
1: me rethink my organization system. (laughs) I I
0: like them like I like them by system because again, when I think about it, I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm looking for transit. Transit's a PBTA game, it has an orange cover, right? Those are the two things I remember. So where are my PBTA games over there? Oh, transit.
1: Right. See, I don't have again, this is partially a thing because my print collection is much smaller. Right. So, like, it's just not big enough to cause me, like, the Powered by the Apocalypse books, even if I put them in one chunk, would not be on a different shelf from Fate anyway. Right? Like, so I'm looking at the same shelf, and then I'm just like fate is under f right there's a
0: there's (laughs) a scale right there's going to be a scalability thing here right like depending on how many bookshelves you have depending on how much you how much space you have to deploy bookshelves those kinds of things will determine how much of your collection or how big your collection is will determine how much how many shelves you're using like i said i have like i have like three large plastic totes full of un- of books that are not shelved yeah and if i shelved them i could fill up a room right oh yeah and all not to brag but just you know 40 work. something yeah. years of gaming it'll do it it'll do it and again i like you know i like the idea of grouping them so i grew again grouping them by system because i like the um usually the core book is kind of the indicator.
1: The one that you remember most clearly. Like if I'm
0: looking for the Giovanni handbook from from Vampire, right? Yeah. All I need to do is find the vampire book, right? So look towards the you know World of Darkness section, look for the green cover, BAMO. Okay, good. And then move over, right? Yeah.
1: Even I know what that cover looks like. Yeah,
0: of course you do, right? Like of course But
1: I never played it. I just built a character for it and then the game died. we we'll on play hey. Undying sometime. Yeah,
0: okay. You'll like Undying better. Um, no,
1: I just want to play Monster Hearts. Oh,
0: I want to play Monster Hearts. I want to play Monster Hearts, and I want to play Monster Hearts with you. Like, I've purposely not played Monster Hearts because I, I'm waiting to play it uh, with you.
1: <laughs> I know someone who might run that for us. Anyway.
0: I Even if we don't know somebody who run it, I will run oh, it. Oh, no. Like oh,
1: Okay. Or you can run it, but I yeah, do know somebody.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, we probably both know somebody.
1: Yes, we yeah. do. Um, anyway, okay. So,
0: so the last part of this is like there may be some books you're gonna want to like display special, like maybe you have a rare copy of something and maybe you want to get one of those little book stands and put it on the bookshelf facing out.
1: Right, look how pretty you are.
0: Yeah, like I mean, for instance, like I have um, I have a first edition copy of Whispering Vault. And mm-hmm. it is the comb-bound, the plastic comb-bound version of it. You cannot, like, I got this thing in a Gen Con auction. It's not super easy to find. Um, I, I, I super love it. Um, and it's got a really sick cover because if you've ever seen the logo of the Whispering Vault, um, I almost, this was almost the tattoo I got. Um, I don't have any tattoos, but I, I almost settled on this one because the, <laughs> the, the image is so kick-ass. Anyway, um, it would look fantastic facing out instead of just having the plastic comb right
1: just the comb sticking like out. it would look yeah.
0: really cool facing out okay now last thing we got to talk about when it comes to game parts is boxed games
1: yeah boxed your games.
0: um star-crossed
1: star-crossed your <laughs> second edition fiasco, um, fiasco. signs um uh, fall of magic <laughs>
0: fall of magic my- I, listen, the first couple we named are all things that, like, fit nicely on a shelf. And Until then there's we Fall said of Fall of
1: Magic. of Magic. Yes, which yeah. I remember when you got that at Gen yes. Con and, like, you tried to carry oh. it around in your bag and it was, like, sticking out. <laughs>
0: it, it can it was, only like, stick out. Like, yeah, because
1: it, it was, like, taller than a backpack.
0: Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> so box sets are going to be a little different. Box sets, you're going to, you know, you can still shelve them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't recommend shelving them. Yeah. Um, vertically but there will be people who will do it i like mine sitting Mm -hmm. so i might stack a bunch of in fact i have on my bookshelf i have a bunch of box sets and i have them all sitting stacked on top of each other um and then books next to it
1: yeah mine are stacked in with my board games which handily enough are on the shelf the top shelf of the same sure bookcase that has my rpgs on it so like Works out well for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and
0: and I think that one's like you know it, it's gonna be tricky because um you know you're gonna have to kind of like work your box sets in with your unless you do what you did and move your box sets over to your um, board games you're gonna have to work your box sets in uh, but I think from a design perspective like they're kind of cool ways to break up um like a row of books like you can you can put like a couple box sets in the mid- like on one side of a shelf and have books on it or you know put it in the middle and break up the two sides like you have some options.
1: Yeah. It's good. They're good Um, stuff.
0: All right. So that is organizing books. I told you. Like, look, we we just knocked off 30 minutes. on. uh,
1: We can just talk about this forever. Because, well, the other thing about this is, and I will just say this honestly, because this is the funny part of this entire conversation to me, is that my print um, game books are limited, but, like, I have so many books, y'all.
0: Right. I will make one last mention before we move (laughs) off of books. Yes. The other thing is, if your collection is constantly growing... You may need to. Well, if your if your collection is constantly growing and your bookshelves are not, yes, then you may need to go through a process by which mm-hmm. uh, you have to move things through different sections. Like so, for me, when I am done playing a game, uh, I take it off of the active shelf and move it downstairs to the interesting pile because yes. i'm pretty much like my tales from the loop game which i you know ran for quite some time is now downstairs yeah. cuz yeah, i don't yeah. need it anymore.
1: You don't need it in um, your face.
0: But then when i run out of shelf space in that section, yes. then some of that stuff has to go get archived.
1: Yes. Like yeah. some
0: of that stuff's just i don't have enough shelf space and so some of those have to go into boxes, which yeah. is where all of my decipher trek books are right now because i you know Star Trek Adventures exists and all my decipher trek books are now um In a box.
1: Archived. archived Or you can do the far more painful thing if you don't have archiving space, which is what I have had to do with my books several times, which is just go through all of your books and see what you're keeping and what you're not.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, you could fire sale them, right? So you can, you know, eBay them or you could put it out on the internet. Like, hey, if you pay for postage, I will send any of these to you. Like, there are ways to do that. But there is a process by which you may need to, over time um kind of move things around yep um and just keep that in mind right like if you're if you're constantly growing your collection because you're backing kickstarters or buying new games whatever um those place those need homes um and i don't do that continuously like what winds up happening is i wind up shoving a whole bunch of shit on like Uh, you know, on top of books and whatever and in Uh front of the books. And then Mm -hmm. one day I look and I'm like,
1: all right, I just put it
0: in my to-do list, like (laughs) clean up bookshelves, right? And then (laughs) like semi-annually, I rotate stuff around. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Good to move on from books?
1: Yeah, I think so. Which means that from here, we should talk about accoutrement.
0: Accoutrement. All right. So you've got all your other gaming stuff. Yes. Um, This is a little trickier because these are not as ordered. Like books are really nice in that they're, you know, rectangular square. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> they stack nicely. They right. They stack, like,
1: they stand.
0: Right. But all your other shit, like your dice, dice. and your cards and all like these yeah. things are going to, these things are things you're going to want to keep together. Yep. Um, and again, I will refer to the categories that we used before, right? Some of this stuff is for your active games. Yes, you're gonna want those things near where you are playing, or near Available. where, like, probably near where you're playing. Because I don't like there aren't too many games that use cards, where the GM uses them for reference. They're more like the GM's using them during the actual game. Yes. Okay. Or you might be using. So you're gonna cards want that stuff. Dice. Yeah. Exactly. So you're gonna want your card. You're gonna want your. You're gonna want the stuff that you're actively using. And I know, like my um my GM kit that has my act like my dice that I'm currently like my current favorite dice like that's all in one space yeah. right where where that's accessible yep and then you might have um other stuff that you might be interested in <laughs> you You're might have
1: your secondary dice and the dice that you loan out to people oh, you yeah. might have the specific dice that are your good dice but only for that one game when you need like 50 d10s or like a complete set of you know matching d6s where you need like I can't remember how many that ends up being like I'm with you it's 20 of them or whatever but they you know so yes yep when you have specific Um,
0: you might have dice you want to show off right Like, like for instance um for instance just out of nostalgia when third edition was coming out um I went to Origins to look at the print copy of, uh, of, of uh, 3.0 before, before it released. It released in September, and in July we went to Origins to look at it, specifically as a day trip. I, I may tell it in the, in the Bamboo Lounge. Yeah, I
1: think I've heard um, the story, yeah.
0: But when we were there looking at the book and kind of like, oh, yes, like we're going to totally play D&D when it comes out, I went and bought a set of dice for that game. And I still have them and I don't use them for anything else. They were they were the game I used for my my first uh, 3.0 campaign and I just kept them. Yeah. Right. They're referred to as cores dice because that's the only character that ever used those dice was my character core. Um, Yeah. And uh, he was a half orc barbarian. Um, Just saying. I'm not going to tell you about my character, but. Just, I'm telling you about my character. You're totally
1: Uh, telling us about your character. Please continue.
0: No, no, no. I gotta, we gotta (laughs) stay on topic. So anyway.
1: no, I mean, that's what I mean, dice. (laughs) Yeah, so Coors (laughs) dice are
0: actually, um, like, Coors dice are actually in a small plastic box, clear plastic box that I keep in a uh, storage drawer. Like, I could take them out and look at them. And if I had more space, maybe I would you know do something nicer with them and you know put them up on display or something. But uh, my game room space is a bit um, is a bit constrained. So I have like a series of these um, plastic drawers that you can buy at Office Max. and I have them on a shelf and I just put um, like all my you know decks and cards, tokens, um, all that shit into those into those drawers.
1: So, I lucked out in this, and it's actually pretty funny, because I I kind of despise this bookshelf otherwise. Um, The bookshelf that has both my board games on it um, and my RPGs um, is a reclaimed media center, um, Mm -hmm. which... The reason I don't like it is because it's about six inches deeper than all of my other bookshelves, so it sticks out into the room a bunch and takes up a bunch of unnecessary space that gotcha. it really doesn't need to because nothing that I have on it is big enough to justify that depth. However, having said that, it means that the top, like two thirds is all bookshelves, yep, um, and then the bottom third is a series of drawers of that's various. It's fantastic. Sizes. Right? It's so good. And that's literally why I still have that bookshelf because I need those drawers. Yep.
0: <coughs> so no, it hun- has
1: it yeah, it like so it has two little drawers that are actually right underneath my RPGs in which I have sorted like my decks and dice. And they're sorted by, you know, how frequently I use them, like my all-the-time dice versus my somebody forgot their dice and needs to borrow some dice. Um and then underneath that is a larger drawer that contains like all of my past notebooks that are full and notes and previous campaigns that i've run yada 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 print stuff um you know so like then they kind of go down from there but the little drawers that are super handy those ones have the decks the dice the tarot cards the you know all of that stuff
0: so I have a couple drawers like these plastic drawers that i like like plastic drawers that I bought from office Max that's what holds most of those components right extra dice mm-hmm. whatever the other thing I have um, for when I'm playing face to- face so when I'm playing at my table is I have this um, rolling filing cabinet it's yeah. like a three, it's a three drawer plastic rolling filing cabinet. And the top two drawers are just like normal drawer height. And in those, I keep like all the things I actively use for games, like um, my current set of dice, initiative tokens, what like, you know, my, yeah. my fate whatever kit. Whatever
1: you need for that. Yeah.
0: My fate kit is in those drawers, you know, so if I'm going to play fate, I have all my tokens and all like, you know, my dry erase cards or whatever. The third drawer is a hanging file drawer. Mm-hmm. And that is where all um, my uh, laminated handouts for games. That's where all my character sheets for games I've played, mm-hmm. or campaigns that we played, are all in there. Yeah, um,
1: that's my bottom. That's my big drawer over here. The
0: older the game, the older the game is, the further back in the drawer it is. Yeah, just the further first,
1: towards the bottom.
0: <laughs> the first hanging file. <laughs> the first hanging file, the folders in that are always whatever I'm currently playing. The stuff playing. you're
1: doing right now, yeah, that makes because, lots of sense.
0: Because then I only have to draw, open the drawer like an inch, mm-hmm. and then pull out the There's folder with you know everything there. Yep. And that thing I like because um, it it roll it's roly. Mm-hmm. So when, when I'm not playing, I push it back against the wall, and on game night when I sit in my at the you know head of the table in the GM chair, I actually pull it over because it's lower than the table. Yeah. And I put it right next to me and I have like extra table space.
1: Yeah. And like, I can stack a few books it. on
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So what works out great um, in that respect. BT um,
1: dubs. So we, should, uh, we should, we should think do need about to wrap, how to wrap this. Yeah,
0: we do need to wrap up. So in summary, uh, when we're talking about physical organization, it's really coming to one, understand um, what are the different uses for your books? Games you're actively playing, games you're interested in, stuff you want to show off, and stuff that, honestly, you want to keep, but you don't really need out, right? And the first part of your organization is going to be making that cut. Yes. Right? Like, just taking is, a look at your games, and and look, it's okay to make mistakes, because you can just take shit just back Just switch out. it
1: around. Just switch it around later. Yeah. yeah like, like as long might, as you haven't given it away, you can right, always like You might your mind.
0: sort all that out, put everything up on the shelf, and then be like, oh, shit. I've got, <laughs> like... I've got like eight inches of empty space that I would rather fill up and not leave blank. Yes. You go into the archive and pull a few books pull out and stuff out. just stick them in there as for how you're going to arrange them. Right. Everyone's going to have their own gimmick. I personally, like I said, um, I like to put things in places where uh, my brain will simply find them. I don't want to overthink where to find stuff because that's how you lose stuff. Right. Sure. A system, a, a, com- a, a system that is too complicated. Like, Oh, Uh, Everything is in alphabetical order uh, by title, and now I need to find like you know, like the Sunless Citadel. Did I did did I put put it it under under T? (laughs) Did I put it under (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons? Did (laughs) I put it under (laughs) S for Sunless like? No, Sunless Citadel. It was a third edition. It was a third edition game. Oh, third edition players' handbook spine. Look to the right, bambo. There it is. Yep. Okay, so you're going to come up with your own system for that. And here's the thing: none of this is set in stone. Yeah. So, like one spring day, when you got like an like a free weekend, and you're like looking around, and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm rearranging gonna rearrange everything.
1: all my books." Not that I have done that totally year. i've done it
0: too i, I absolutely
1: it. did it last year and then i did it twice last year because i pulled all of my books down and i went through all of them and i read all of them and then i was like boy i'm gonna take the wallpaper down in my room and repaint it so i took all the books down again and then i ended up going through them Again, as I put them back on the shelves, which is why there's a little bit of space on the bottom shelf behind yep. me for me to now put many new books on.
0: Which is also perfectly fine, right? To leave some space for future growth.
1: Oh yeah, which yeah. I I already have to push everything down because Gideon and Harrow the Ninth go at the top right hand corner of this shelf. Yeah, they're the <laughs> best, but they don't—they're not going to fit with the other M's. So they and yep. they're M U, so they have to go up here. Anyway.
0: Wrapping it up.
1: Wrapping it up. Our,
0: I told you we could make a whole topic out of I how to organize stuff.
1: never doubted you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Would you please tell us about another show on the Misdirected Mark Network? Uh, and I'll then close this out.
1: Boy, will I. Um, I think what I should talk about tonight is bonus experience. Because those gals are fantastic fabulous and uh so they do a show in which they talk about all sorts of cool game stuff kind of like what we do um but they are speaking specifically from the perspective of queer people um who also design games which is also cool play and design they're very fantastic and they're very very funny
0: and they're very funny
1: they they do funny bits because Mm -hmm. they are also funny and good at talking about funny things
0: I love how you, you are literally just making this up off the head. I am of your head.
1: absolutely I'm sorry. Did you expect me to plan this? Because are like it's
0: like, a it's a podcast. <laughs> I've been going There's full. Some people bespoke on it. Yeah. No. On it's fine.
1: on the on the like other podcasts since the pandemic started.
0: Say Sunda. Yeah. Where can people reach us on the internet?
1: Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us in the misdirected mark forums, which is forums. or or you can uh, drop us an email panda at misdirectedmark.com. Or if you really want to, you can find us on the TikTok.
0: <laughs> yes, we're 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 slowly working our way into the TikTok.
1: Stitch me, stitch me a topic, and we'll use your audio.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's coming. That's coming. Uh, all right. Yep. Cool. Um,
1: Sorry. Once they find us in one of those places, what can they do with that information?
0: Yeah, you should absolutely leave us a topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stitch it in if you're on TikTok. It. Post it if you're on any of the other ones. Yep. Uh, look, um, we really love to do the show about the things that matter to you. Um, we're ridiculous. Like we'll sit around and talk about almost anything. Um, n- including how left to, to organize our, your books. <laughs> if left to our own devices, we'll talk about pretty much anything. So uh, we really would rather talk about things that um, you might find of use. Um, and in this case, um, for, uh, you know, this case, our topic came from Andrew, who's uh, actually moved into their new house yeah, and yeah. is unpacking. And so, you know, this, this is, was a this very is, topical. Yeah. This um, was timely. Topical question. Timely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so please do that. We pride ourselves on doing the show. Over 90% of our topics uh, come from all of you. We occasionally do one when it when we when we fancy it but mostly we like to do them for you if you like what we do here elsewhere on the misdirected mark network please consider supporting our patreon campaign go to patreon.com slash mmp patrons of the show get um the bamboo lounge (laughs) uh, as we've named it the bamboo lounge for this show the after show from misdirected mark uh access to the slack room for life which has really been my um uh, oasis during the pandemic like it's our home. It's our community. It is the people that um, I have shared all my feelings during lockdown with. Um, and I love them. We also um, we also do a luncheon with our uh, patrons uh, every Friday at 1230 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you, I call it a luncheon because I'm eating lunch.
1: Yeah. Um, um, it's you bring whatever food you want for me.
0: Yes. You bring, if you're a Hobbit, bring your second breakfast. Um, you know, if you're in England, bring a pint because it's the end of the work week, whatever it is, it's fine. <laughs> um, we, you know, we, we, just love having, um, everyone there and seeing everyone, um, which is great. Um, uh, If you are already supporting the Patreon campaign, thank you very much. It it helps us immensely, right, to do all the things that uh, we do on the Misdirector Mark Network. If you are unable to support the Patreon campaign, we totally understand. Uh, But there is another thing you can do. And again, really quick, it supports our If You Listen to Us, You Will Love Us, and that is to get other people to listen to the show. Obviously, you've already told all your friends at nauseum they don't want to hear you talk about this show anymore. We understand there is still one more thing you can do to get strangers to listen to the show. What's that thing?
1: Well, you could leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Every new review we get really does actually help new people find the show because search algorithms and stuffs. So we super duper appreciate them. And also they make us feel warm and fuzzy on the inside because artistic validation is a thing. So if you leave it somewhere that we're not going to see it, which is pretty much anywhere that's not the US Apple podcast store, because it's really hard to track all the locations for this stuff. Let us know. We'll go look at it. We love reading them. And then we'll say thank you because we are also polite pandas.
0: Yes, indeed. Right. Say, Sunda, show me uh, where you are going to put all of your Star Trek books when we start playing Star Trek later this year.
1: This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Ah, waveforms. I should uh, change microphone now. Waveform good? Waveform good.
0: Okay, your microphone's good?
1: Ah, my microphone is good.
0: Okay, good. I'm gonna just tip my back a little so I can lean back against the wall. Okay. You want me to do the um, uh, the bamboo lounge intro? Yeah. Do you
1: want to do the bamboo lounge intro? Do we want to? Do we want any conversation in it, or just do you want to do the intro?
0: Um, let me just you know what, let me just try a few things, and we'll snip out the piece we want. Sure.
1: We can put um, the rest in the outtakes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I was, I was thinking something like, welcome, bienvenue. Oh, welcome.
1: yeah, like, really. <laughs> <laughs> welcome and bienvenue, welcome. Welcome, et on the stranger. Happy to see you Je suis enchanté
0: Come in, come in We've been waiting for you Come, enter I don't The know Bamboo the j- Lounge, lounge.
1: <laughs> right,
0: I don't know about that one I
1: don't know. Let,
0: me, let me try a super serious one
1: If I knew one. the words, maybe
0: <laughs> I know, I know, right? Alright, let me try one Sure Bloop. Just Good evening May I take you to your table? Please come inside. Ah, yes. Is this your first time? Is this your first time coming to the bamboo lounge? Well then, uh, pull up a seat and uh, grab some leaves and a stalk of bamboo and sit back and enjoy the show.
1: Da, 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 da.
0: <laughs> I could literally just make one every week. I don't want to...
1: <laughs> I don't
0: want well, right, to... Was that one okay? Yeah, it,
1: I think so. I mean, I don't know. So the thing is... All right, hang like, on. Like, hang I'll
0: go, do an announcer one. Ready, ready? I've
1: got the soundscape, No, no, right? it's okay. Like, so I don't, I don't want to do it every week.
0: That's fine. That's fine. All right, ready, ready? I'll do another one. hmm Welcome to the Bamboo Lounge for... 10 to 15 minutes of nonsense from two pandas. <laughs> try one that more of those. One. Let me try one more of those.
1: That one, that one, that one.
0: Ladies and gentlemen. No, no. no. Wait, oh, what's the no. one? Wait, wait, wait. What's the. um? Oh, I, I forget how they do it on TikTok. Yeah. It's like the, it's vase, vase, the gaze, vase, the gaze. Yeah. It's
1: the girls, the vase, and the gays. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. We'll,
0: we'll not do that one. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got it. How's that?
1: Yeah, that was. Yeah, good. I think oh, it I had good to have one. a giggle in it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. You got it. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think so. Thank you. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Thanks. Bye.
0: Okay. Cue <laughs> <Q> music. Yeah. <laughs> boom. Boom. Do, do. Do, 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 do,